Hey, what's happening, people? You're listening to the Agency Grind Podcast, and I'm your host, Michael Jerome Shane. In this podcast, you'd get to hear from the greatest minds of the agency world about everything from the come up, the behind the scenes, and the grind that goes behind building a successful agency. So stay tuned and let's get right in. Hey everyone, welcome to the Agency Grind Podcast. Today, we've got a really special guest, Mr. Pradeep Rajadas, the founder and CEO of Social.in. Social.in is a social media marketing company that is currently managing over 100 plus accounts across India. Super excited to get this podcast started. Mr. Pradeep, welcome to Agency Grind. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. That's awesome. So Mr. Pradeep, social.in, seven plus years, hundred plus clients. How did this all begin? It began with me being a little bit irked about something. So I think that every entrepreneurial journey begins with you looking at something and thinking, hey, there's a way to do this better. right? So the two things that irked me at that time, one is I used to go for a lot of movies and I used to see really bad ads in the intermission. So I used to think, why are these so badly edited, badly scripted, badly? The content is just not working. So I said, I need to be able to fix this. The second thing is, I used to look around at a lot of agencies and I felt that they were overcharging clients for the services that they were offering, the value that they were adding. So I looked at my key strengths. The first strength I had was content. I felt that I was always passionate about content and therefore good at making content. The second was technology. Right from the time I built my first PC all those many years back, I've always been passionate about technology and I believe it is currently changing our lives and it's going to completely alter the way we think about everything going forward. And the third is marketing. I think at some point of time, everyone in their lives is selling something or is moving forward with some form of messaging that is pushing them forward. And I think that these three things have together led to the creation of social.in. So I called up one of my friends uh, and now wife, Meghna Sumesh, all those many years back. And I said, I want to start an agency and I want to call it social.in. So the reason I wanted to call it social.in is A-L-L is an additional to the last few letters of social, the word that represents the service that I want to encapsulate. And the reason it's all is because I want to provide affordable, high quality social media marketing services to all types of businesses, not just big businesses or, you know, high cash flow businesses, but any type of business. That's amazing. Well, Mr. Pradeep, you know, one question that a lot of people have is about how do you land your first client? So what's your advice on landing your first client? So getting your first client is always the hardest thing, right? No one wants to be your first client. And I usually use the example that I think Masayoshi Son, who's the founder of SoftBank, he made a $20 million investment in Alibaba's Jack Ma when they were quite small. And when Alibaba went public, the investment of $20 million was worth $20 billion. For one point of time in the world, Masayoshi Son was actually more high in the net worth calculator than Bill Gates himself. So anyway, when people asked him, why did you invest in Jack Ma when when all those many years back when he was all small, then he says, I looked into his face and I looked into his eyes and I saw genuine transparency and ability there. I felt that he has real ability to execute his dream. So I invested in him. 
similarly i feel your first client is generally the person who is looking at your eyes and looking at your face and saying is this person capable of executing what he says he's going to execute and he's giving him that first check to say that go ahead and execute it for that's him. amazing so what up you know what would you say are other unique ways of you know finding agency clients apart from referrals look at your contacts every opportunity will always lead to something so there's a phrase that people have always started to tell me they're saying we're hitting rock bottom we're hitting the bottom of the barrel especially with this pandemic situation right they're saying we don't know where to go from here and i'm saying you're never hitting the bottom of the barrel there is always something in the barrel which you have not explored which will lead to something else it may not immediately lead to business but it will at least it lead to you going forward a little bit so obviously referrals are the main way in which any client is coming to an agency today but another thing is also the agency going out and looking at opportunities right to work with new people to give people advice on how they should be doing things and then later on they come back to you and say okay go ahead and handle my facebook page so if you are able to look at every interaction that you have with anybody as an opportunity to somehow add value to them i'm stressing here that you should be trying to add value to a client and not just focus on the retainer that a client can give you so if you look at a social interaction maybe you're out and you're you know meeting some friends and then someone asks you hey Pradeep how do i make my facebook page grow a little bit more and i tell him why don't you go and try writing this type of content which will resonate with your audience and maybe he goes and does it and it works for him then maybe a year down the line he comes back and it says pradeep you told me that day do this and it worked so now i'm giving you my page why don't you handle it that's amazing so you just got to be selfless and you know just do what's right and just add as much value as you can and eventually yeah, adding you know, value is very underrated because people think that you know all that they should be chasing after is client uh, money and client retainers but mm-hmm. you need to ask yourself are you adding value and if yes then you should keep going at it that's interesting so say i mean um, you've got your client in this is your first client you've delivered on your project and especially with agency as a business model i think it's heavily retainer reliant so yeah it's super important to build long lasting relationships right so how do you go mm-hmm. about uh, building lasting relationships with client and you know what are the key things uh, that you got to do to you know hold that relationship for a long term be aware of whatever is happening in the market so be aware of all the new things that are coming out and don't be afraid to suggest new things for your client mm-hmm. don't think that okay you're a person who's only restricted to providing a b c in terms of services and you should not recommend other services or other things that the client should be doing whatever is the best of your knowledge make sure you keep providing that to a client on a constant basis so that he is happy with you and the relationship continues That's interesting. So, here's this one other question that uh, just came to my mind. I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, aspiring agency owners or even freelancers or any new business for that matter has it. Uh because everyone wants to know how to land uh, big clients even though a lot of people don't admit that right off the bat that you know that's what they want because mm-hmm. but you know that's something that everyone wants. Eventually they want to get that big whale in the industry or they want to sign that huge retainer. So, what mm-hmm. are your thoughts on how you go about that and you know so improve your service so if you want to get that big client make sure your service is worthy of that big client right so mm-hmm. either there will come a chance when the client will come to you and say hey why don't you handle this for me or you will get a you will get an opportunity to go out and pitch to that client and at that time you need to be at a point with your service where that client will be proud to associate with you 
That's so people often chase after clients for the sake of that name or for the sake of that retainer. And that's not the way to go about it. If tomorrow a big client comes and asks you to handle their social media marketing, maybe Apple comes to you and they ask you, you need to be able to tell them that, hey, my service is as good as I possibly can make it. And therefore, it's ready for you. That's interesting. But uh, like, you know, when you're playing in this league, how do you move to, you know, how do you uh, probably say, you know, you gain the attention from big players or like, you know, Apple, Coca-Cola. I mean, I know it's a far-fetched thought, but how do you even put yourself in a spot where, you know, you gain some attention from that side of the league? Look within and improve your service. So today you may not be working with Coca-Cola, but you might be working with another client for which you can do awesome work. Suggest to them that you can do that awesome work for them. And that will stand as a case study so that tomorrow you can always pitch up someone at Coca-Cola and say, look, we have done this for a client and it's awesome. So we think we should be doing this for you as well. So what's the point of handling a client for whom you can't deliver the service? Right. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So Mr. Pradeep, uh, with social.in, like, you know, what niches do you focus on? Do you, uh, are you niche specific? Not at all. So that's why we call ourselves social, right? A-L-L. Oh. We want to be niche agnostic. We want to be across all sectors and mm-hmm. across all types of businesses. So we focus across different sectors. Doesn't it get uh, kind of difficult, like in terms of every niche has its own nuances? Like, you know, uh, how do you stay abreast with every niche? That's why I think a lot of work goes into every client execution. I think over time, you can't be a volume player. You can't be a player that will do, you know, you know, hundreds of thousands of things, right? You can do maybe a hundred things, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And if you can do them well, that's more than enough to be successful. So every client that we take on, we do a lot of research about them. We spend nights just going over their business, who their target audience is and how we can best reach them. So if you do that research for every client, no matter big or small, then you will gradually get better and you will build that roster of communication. That's amazing. Uh, Well, another really important thing with any agency is building a really strong team. Because uh, if one man had to do it, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't take him too far. So uh, what's your advice on, um, you know, building a strong team in terms of hiring and uh, retaining talent? Okay, so you have to be able to inspire people in terms of words and in actions. And secondly, you have to focus on adding value to people and they will add value to you. So the first part, you need to be able to inspire people. So you need to be able to both talk the talk and walk the talk, right? So you have to be able to talk about huge things, about big ideas. And you also have to be able to execute some of those ideas with them so that they are able to understand that all of this is possible. The first step to really achieving great things is to enlighten people about those great things. So that's important. The second thing is adding value. So we hired people and we trained them and we gave them new skills which they would not have got anywhere else. If they had to go and learn these same skills at an, at an academy, they'd have to probably pay a lot of money. So we wanted to be able to add that value so that they can in turn go and add the value back to social.in and our clients. That brings me to another thing about company culture. Something, you know, a lot of startups and companies right now are obsessing about and, you know, everyone's stressing on building a really desirable, you know, company culture and having core values. So what have been some of uh, social.in's, you know, core values? One is don't take shortcuts. So I think one of the movies that really inspired me recently when I watched it is called The Founder. It's the McDonald's story. Mm -hmm. 
and in which the founders the person who actually the people that actually built mcdonalds were not the eventual owners of mcdonalds so they had to sell it over but when they were opening franchises left right and center one of the franchises was selling milkshake using milk powder instead of actually using milk right and the owner the person who invented the whole thing was really upset about it he said that's not the way to serve the client not the way to serve the customer so i really think that one of the core elements of the social dot in philosophy has to be no shortcuts mm-hmm. the second has to be and has been rather transparency so we want to make sure that everything we do is as transparent as possible across the organization if somebody is not able to do means somebody is not able to do a particular task i don't mind them telling me i'm not able to do it and can you please help me and then i can always go back in and help them and i think the third aspect of our culture that has really helped us is you know being uh, across the board being a flat organization so tomorrow someone joins the organization and they want to be able to reach out to me to find out how a particular thing is done or they ha- or they want help with their work i'm always ready to reach out back to them and get it done it's amazing what are some questions that you ask your hires you know just to see if they're culturally a good fit you know for your organization i think i would ask them and i have is will you be flexible going mm-hmm. forward right i always tell the people that join the organization there are two people there are two kinds of people that join an organization there's one that joins the organization and says okay you assign me five tasks i'm going to complete five tasks and then i'm going to go home the other type of person who joins the organization is a person who says you assign me five tasks here's a better way of doing some of these and i've done 10 tasks right someone who's really interested in the work so i ask them which class do you fall under and i usually hold them to it i say that okay you told me that you were the kind of person that will go ahead and execute more than they were asked for and in a better manner than they were told to do so if you are that kind of person live up to that expectation that's amazing So one thing that I'm personally curious about is sales. So I guess every agency has a sales team and uh you know that work around the clock and landing great clients. So what are some qualities that you look for when you're hiring for a sales person? Sales is the most difficult I think position to hire among the various difficult positions to hire. So when you have a sales candidate, I think the important thing is that they need to have good communication. they need to be hard working and they need to be organized so organized is something that a lot of people overlook right they think that sales as long as you're a smooth talker you can be good at sales but if you're not organized and if you're not following up correctly then you will not be good at sales so i usually ask them to cite examples from their lives where they've shown high levels of organizational ability mm-hmm. that's interesting so i mean the early days i think you were the one that was you know handling all these sales calls and you know Mm-hmm. uh cold calling clients were you ever anxious about you know calling or you know reaching out to a client when you went really you know sure of your services was that uh some part of your life like when you're starting out i think everybody second guesses right so when you start calling your first client or when you cold call you're always unsure will they receive me will they be susceptible to what i'm saying all of that is definitely doubts self doubt is natural mm-hmm. the key is to overcome that and to make that call So once you plunge into the water you have to be able to take that next step and go forward there's no other way to go back there's no way to go back yeah you just got to do it i mean yeah that's interesting uh so yeah mr pradeep and how are you uh, you know especially agencies like you know there's so many agencies that are reaching out to different businesses and there's huge competition in the industry so how do you deal with uh, competition 
I think you need to be aware of competition. I'm definitely aware of who are the other agencies in the market and how they're offering and what services and what pricing. But I don't think you should be consumed by competition. And that's very important. I think a lot of people really make that mistake. They say, oh, no, this agency is doing that. That agency is working with Coca-Cola. This agency is working with Apple. This company is working with you know, Berkshire Hathaway. So we need to be clear about who our competition is, who they're working with. That's fine. But you, on the other hand, you need to be competing with yourself instead of competing with your competition all the time. So one of my teachers way back in school always told me, you know who your competitors are, but don't go ahead and get let that consume you. Don't spend all day, every day just looking at their competitors' Facebook pages or their Instagram accounts or their websites and thinking, how do I, you know, how are they able to do it? I'm not able to do it. That's just unproductive. Instead, you have to look at your page and say, okay, Last week I was here. This week I moved two steps forward. And that itself is enough for you. That's interesting. It's just heads down and just grind your way through, right? Yeah, it's agency grind, right? You <laughs> need to be able to it it does it doesn't say agencies grind. So you don't have to like put a whole bunch of agencies there and grind them in your head and try to wonder how to do it. You just have to focus on your agency and keep going. That's absolutely interesting. Okay. Uh, so what would you say, you know, was your agency's, you know, competitive advantage uh, when compared to, you know, other agencies, other content, technology mm-hmm. and marketing. So we're always competitive on content. We're always making sure that our content is as is at the best point that we can make it. So I think it's subjective to say one person's content is better than another person's content. It's difficult to say. But at the same time, we want to make sure our content is the best that we can achieve. That's important. Technology, I think we're very technologically forward. So if there's, some, if there's something new that's happening in social media, we're on it and we're aware of it. We're always very business focused. We're not up in there and saying that, you know, we're not out of touch with reality. Mm-hmm. That's very important in a marketing strategy, right? You shouldn't be so caught up in the marketing. So I know a lot of people who are content ho- content focused, they can become very caught up in the content. They can think, oh, puns are so nice. You know, so many different types of marketing is there in the world. We should try everything. That's not the point. The point is you have to grow the business, right? And a simple strategy can grow the business. So we are focused on these three things to get us a competitive advantage over our industry. That's amazing. Uh, so one major challenge I believe a lot of agencies in India uh, face would be payments, uh, you know, and especially agency as a business. Uh, I think it's really important to have a really healthy cash flow. So uh, what's your advice on uh, building a healthy cash flow? And is it even possible to kind of bulletproof yourself from uh, cash flow crunches? I don't think you can ever be bulletproof from the cash flow wageries, especially in India. So (laughs) if you've gone ahead and started your agency here, you have to be patient and manage your cash flow the best way you can. So, you know, one of the questions that many entrepreneurs ask me is, when should I start taking a salary for myself? And I say, you will know when it's time. So (laughs) it should not be later than one year into organization, ideally. And one year into your organization, you will know a specific date on which you should start taking salary. You should definitely take a salary for yourself because if you don't, then, you know, then that will become a never ending cycle. You will never be able to take a salary. So that's important. Another thing is you need to be able to manage cash flows in such a way to be comfortable in your business. So you shouldn't expand to the point of where you're uncomfortable with the business. So if you start taking a whole bunch of loans and if you start managing your cash flow that way, 
reach many sleepless nights very fast so i know a lot of entrepreneurs say okay why don't i take a loan i can manage my cash flow that way but a loan is always challenging right it's always you always have to repay it some day and that's going to always be bearing down on your mind so managing cash flows it's always better to do it from revenues and grow organically that way rather than go ahead and take a loan and try to manage it that way that's interesting so i mean especially right now with you know how erratic the economy is uh, what do you think uh, any agency you know in order to survive uh, through this what do you think they need to do the same thing that any business needs to do manage cost improve efficiency work on delivering the best you can so cost management is super important to any business right so you need to be able to manage your cost in line with your business size and scale of operation and you need to you need to improve efficiency a lot of businesses have really found that efficiency is something that they have been managing to improve now especially because of the lockdown right so you send people home to work from home and then they are able to do actually better work from home than they were able to do from office then that's actually cost saving and improved efficiency for your business right always something to fix michael you need to go and lock yourself into a room and just think for some time you will find something that you can improve or fix and then you can go and work on it you need to keep yourself in a frame of mind where you're constantly looking at how to improve and you have to keep improving that's all that needs to be done you shouldn't get carried away by this and that and you know have your head in the clouds and try to just you know make it work you have to be constantly improving that's amazing uh, and especially with everything that's going on right now uh, i really like to hear from you as to uh, where do you see the market going in the next 5 years and what's something that you're excited about So I think it's great that a lot of businesses are moving their market in digital right so 5 years back or even 7 years back when people used to say I told them I'm starting a social media marketing company they're saying okay you know how much money can you make in it and i used to say it's not about the money it's about the service and it's about what i am passionate about they say okay fine you can do this for some time then maybe you'll do something else but then now everyone's saying oh what a great idea you started a social media marketing company 7 years back and now you're in a good position but i didn't i didn't know that this was going to happen of course but i thought that eventually people would move more and more of their marketing online and i think within the next 5 years you'll see businesses in india which have moved more than 50% of their marketing budgets digital so yeah i mean before we part ways up is there is there is there one thing that you'd want to tell anyone that's listening to the podcast right now that's still uh, confused as to you know uh, especially during the pandemic as to what to do and what to focus on what's that one thing that you'd tell them never give up I remember there was this really popular movie in India sometime back and it said you know all's well in the end and if it's not well it's not the end right oh, wow. so this is definitely i know it's really dark times right now everyone's really at the bottom of their barrel and they're at their wits end you know where do i go how, how do i make money how do i go forward i'm expecting a baby in the middle of the pandemic and in the middle of the lockdown and you know i have so many worries but at the same time I always tell myself that you know we'll make it through don't give up it will definitely work. Well that's absolutely amazing I mean definitely a great way to end this podcast and Mr Pradeep where can my listeners learn more about your agency and uh, connect with you? Social.in the website sociall.in is the fastest way to reach the company if you want to connect with me I am accessible on Twitter at at Pradeep Rajadas. or on linkedin pradeep rajadas again so any of these two places are where i usually connect with people professionally 
Awesome guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. If you like what you heard and found some value, feel free to share, subscribe, comment and talk to you all soon. Keep on grinding.